Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Yasna Borza. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Up Level Together after our summer break. I'm back to re-airing some of our most popular and very timely episodes. And today I bring to you the conversation with Stin Hansen, the founder of My Thought Coach, and such an incredible entrepreneur and an incredible human. I have been listening to Stin Hansen for close to 12 years now on found her uh, podcast and her app in iTunes and it's still free and uh, she started introducing these incredible affirmations and she takes it a step further. She explains why these affirmations work and why they're not just, you know, big hoopla and just repeating without knowing why they would work. Um, in today's episode um, that we filmed last year, we talk about really the the effectiveness and the science behind affirmations, why they're so powerful, why our brain is so susceptible to that constructive um, verbal um, um, conglomeration of words I'm trying to find the, the best the best way to describe it but it's it's really statements that we affirm that are so powerful in our mind that work on our subconscious and Stin Hansen gives such great examples of how that shows up and works in every single day I'm a big believer of affirmations my kids are a big believer in affirmations and now as I'm writing the book, I am explaining the actual science behind it. So it's such a timely conversation. And I hope that you not only you're going to take away the fact that they work really well, but that they're going, you're going to do a few for yourself that are going to be so timely for your own life because they have a possibility of really changing the trajectory of your life. As always, sending you all so much love. Thank you for listening. And if you find this useful, please give us a rating in the um, iTunes store and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. So much love for you all. That's incredible. I'm so honored and <laughs> just so grateful that you found it. It's such a miracle that people, yeah, you can put something out there and people will find it. And and I love hearing stories of, I just get them, of people, um, having stumbled across it and that's all that I, I want. So that's such a, it's just so great to hear it. And you're, you're, you're such an angel. Well, audience just heard the, the plethora of things that you have produced over the last decade. And uh, you know, there's, I really want to um, go back to the origins, to the, okay. my thought coach, like how did this idea even come to be? I mean, right now it's like this revolution for people who are wanting to go, to go within and become a better version of themselves. But how did you get started? Well, it was back in the early days, actually, when podcasts were brand new. I don't know at what point you found me, but gosh, was it 99, 2000? It was 99, I think. 
And I had started a company called Fit DJ, which was guided workouts, HIIT workouts, because that research was new too. Um, and it was music and motivation to help people exercise using interval training. And it always ended with kind of a guided focus relaxation thing. And so I, I started, I put up a podcast of the workouts and the guided meditations and affirmations and was stunned when I thought the workouts were just going to go gangbusters, but it was the, um, it was the, my thought coach that really resonated at the time. And that's how I got started is I think I hit something that people were ready for it. Yeah. And my, I have a background in, uh, in sports psychology actually. And so I was doing a lot of visualization with athletes and helping them uh, not only with their fitness, but also their ability to focus. I had a son with a lot of anxiety at the time that I started writing. Um, and I, I, I had seen the ability that, yeah, I just, I had seen that in my own life. And I, I mean, it started out so rudimentary in my closet with a, a piece of, of pantyhose to get like, to be my spit guard around my microphone, like in the back of my closet. So like all hundred of my children wouldn't break in. Like it was just, oh boy, what was I doing? I don't know. You were you 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 were listening to that divine guidance that needed to be birth, you know birthed through. I like that's just so beautiful. We need to hear that. Yeah, no, it was, and it was just it was crazy because I felt like it was right. It kept it. It took off a little bit, and then it became kind of my mission, and it and it and it felt I wasn't alone for sure. Mm, there was a divine no. guidance there. Yeah, I felt, and this may sound really weird to you, but I felt like there was there was an energy around your voice and around every meditation and affirmation that it was, I felt I would imagine myself enveloped in light. And I, I believe that that's because that's the energy that you brought into it. So that's just, that's how I know something is real when you feel it so intensely. And I just love that. But there was a beautiful story on your website about your mom and her using affirmations. Yeah. Would you so that was that was my first uh experience with it. My mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer when I was 17 and I was the second oldest of six kids and I remember when that happened kind of we moved and and she was prepping me to kind of help raise my younger brothers and she had really run out of, of, uh, the doctors had just said, there's, you know, it's just a matter of time between mm -hmm. a month and six months. And so we were making changes in our family to accommodate for her passing away. And she, uh, after the doctors weren't able to do anything, she started to explore some alternative medicine. And one of the main things that I remember is her writing these affirmations over and over again, I am healthy and well and strong and I want to live. And it was so curious to me, but as I got older, I began to learn that what we think, I think we have this idea that what we think about is completely, that we can't control the thoughts that we have, that they just come and they're, they're true. And we're just kind of, yeah, that they're just, they're a part of us. And, and the reality is they're absolutely optional the thoughts that we have and the thoughts that we have have a tremendous impact on everything in our lives on 
how we feel and how we feel affects what we do and the results that we have in our lives. So thoughts are really important, but affirmations have gotten a bad rap and I, and rightly so, because I think they have been used kind of as this, almost like the dream board. Like I'm going to put all the magic things that I want and the big mansion and the cars and do a dream board and do my affirmations every day. And that's not really how it, I mean, I, I guess I, I can't say that that doesn't work because I think that it, sometimes it does, but if there's, if it's too much of a stretch, if you, you know, if your brain doesn't buy it, mm. if it doesn't believe what you're saying to yourself, it's just going to reject the whole thing. Isn't so that instead, interesting? It's interesting. And, and so it's kind of like, you have to think of, of changing your thoughts more like when you, I learned how to play tennis. I lived in Mexico for five years and I, as an adult decided I'm going to learn how to play tennis. And it was such a, an interesting process because it really, it's a great example of how the brain works where when I first started or like driving or anybody that's learned anything, right? Like it's just, it's laborious and it's hard. And I remember thinking all the things that I had to do when I'd go out there to hit the ball and serve. And, and I had all this stuff going on in my mind and it takes a while to train to, for this, for the brain to kind of make things automatic and, but, but they are automatic. And so a lot of times when we're in uncomfortable situations, our brain is trying to be efficient at all times. And so if we have negative beliefs and we have or, or beliefs that aren't serving us, they're so automatic that we don't even understand it. Just like when we get in a car, we can just drive without breaking it down into all the little components. And so we want to kind of get in there and and slowly and laboriously make some of the things that we want that some of the thoughts that will bring the actions and results we want in our lives we want to make them a little bit more automatic and it takes time and it it is um and there are some you know some ways around that to 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 make that stick but there's power in in affirmations definitely there's incredible and, power yeah yeah well and i, I will mean, say Go ahead. Yeah. No, please. Oh, well, I was, I was thinking, um, it's interesting. I, when I started doing the affirmations, I, I actually started to kind of have dreams or, um, when I would meditate in the morning, I would kind of try to imagine if there was anything that anyone needed, that they would be able to find it. If there was a way that, so that was my intention is if, if there's anyone that needs anything that I have provided, help them to be able to find it. There was kind of this call to the universe and, and the divine and a prayer basically of help them to find it somehow in whatever is, you know, and help them to feel, help them to be healed in whatever way they need it. And so there was, and I, every single, I was, so I would pray before I would record and as I was done, I would just say a prayer that it would just find the people and that it would just feel right and that it would heal people. And it, it was beautiful to see that kind of working as I heard stories from all around the world coming in of people's who, people who that had happened. So that intention was powerful and, um, and just beautiful to see. But anyway, that's that, my little side note. <laughs> that's what I felt. 
That's what I felt. You're making me cry because that's precisely what I felt. It works. And there's, you know, there's, there's a beautiful researcher at the, the Stanford University who is now um, able to test the level of intention and how we can literally heal just the intention, intention. And our intention is sometimes more powerful than the action. And that's just so beautiful. So the affirmations, because there's so much confusion, my dear God, and there's everyone who's wanting really to, is. <laughs> I mean, everyone is, is just like, do it, do it. And people are just so confused. So yeah. would you tell us how is it that they work the way you do them? Because I know it's the right day, the right way, at least for me. And how are they different from meditation? Well, affirmations are basically just statements of, and, and, and I've been all over the place over the last decade with how, and, and there was a time where I was like, ah, affirmations, da, 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 and there was, you know, research. The way that I feel now is honestly, it is kind of us retraining our thoughts. And, and without that, for us to underestimate or not acknowledge the power of our thinking we will never have the lives that we want most if we don't take responsibility for that. That it is a choice what you think. You are not, and, and so many people think they'll have a thought, they'll think it's true, and it will have all this energy around it. So I'm trying to think of an example, a recent one. So my husband, uh, we, we'll just have a thought about anything and, and think about a person or a situation that we're, we're going into um, and, and have, and it will be a thought, but we will think that it's true when really it's just what we're bringing to a neutral circumstance because all circumstances are neutral and we put so much energy in those things. And, and so a circumstance is just something that's happened. It's totally neutral. It has no energy. But when we bring our experience or our history or our beliefs to a circumstance, we immediately charge any circumstance with all kinds of things. So there was this, um, uh, this is just, and I don't even know, if I may regret sharing this story, it's kind of dumb, but there was this woman that, so my husband wanted to get together with a couple not too long ago, and I, I just kind of had a hard time hanging out with um, his friend's wife. And, it, and she kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And so I had a funny, um, I remember thinking, well, you know, I don't really want to go this weekend. Cause he was like, well, are we going to go this weekend? I was like, well, I don't really want to go. And he, and, and I kind of was like, why would you just immediately, I started this whole journey of why did you set that up? And you put me in this uncomfortable situation and I don't really want to go. And you know, it's not like I don't like her. It's just that, you know, we don't really connect as well. And I kind of created this whole story around him just wanting to get together with friends. And it created tension with me and with my husband and me all weekend long. Because mm. my thoughts were, oh, how mean that he did that. And, da, 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 da. and when I really broke it down, when I started to see what was happening, I was able to take a look and recognize <laughs> The, the neutral situation, the circumstance was he wanted to go hang out with friends and wanted to be with me. And, and that's it. I mean, there was just nothing else to it, but I brought all of this stuff to it. And when I really started to think about it, I realized this woman, 
there were so many things that I admired about her. And I had kind of, and she made me feel kind of insecure about a few things, right? She was just so perfect. And so like, she's really actually a wonderful person, not a bad person at all. But I had told myself all of these funny things and brought all of this meaning and my own insecurities to a situation that then the results were, okay, so here's this tension with my husband and here's this, it had affected the results in my life in such a negative way that once I kind of went back to the circumstance and began to really investigate what my thoughts were, the reality was, here's this delightful person. And what a great opportunity for me to not let my emotions be all sucked in or my story about myself and who she is determine the quality of my experience with these people. And it, and it took, it was sobering and I had to deliberately change my thoughts in a very deliberate way. And I wrote them down and I practiced them. And it was just such a funny thing to recognize my husband is amazing and loves me. And there was nothing malicious about this, but I had created this whole story around something that was just so silly. But we do that every day. <laughs> We, we do, we do that time. all the time. He hasn't taken the gar garbage out because X, Y, Z, or and this here's the story. <laughs> we do it, and our brains are so efficient. Like if they weren't efficient, think how how horrible that would be, right? We want our brains to be automatic. We don't want to think about breathing or every little detail of eating or all of the things of all of the hundred things that happen into getting dressed and taking a shower every day. We want things to be automatic. But we don't want things to be automatic when they're not serving us. And those are the things that we really have to take a look at our thoughts and take a look at our beliefs and the thoughts around it and then be very intentional uh, about and it. honest. Yeah. yeah. You know, for, for me, the way I felt like affirmations were sometimes when I had, I did not have a positive word about a situation or myself your words were giving that to me when I couldn't find it myself. And I had to repeat yeah. that to myself over and over again. And the more I, the more I heard you say it, I'm like, well, she's right. <laughs> I am wonderful. I am divine, <laughs> but it sounds so dumb, right? But when we're in those That's really so dif difficult situations, I was not able to um, intellectually, I knew that I'm divine and I'm wonderful, but I couldn't access the genuine thoughts, that feeling about myself. So affirmations were me training myself to be kind to myself again. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was, it was everything. And I feel like the more I listen to you, the more I listen to it um, on, a, on a consistent basis, what it does, it just trains me to have that automatic response. It's more positive rather than going down to the, didn't you take the garbage out or <laughs> don't you hate me? <laughs> And your brain will look for evidence with your, for your thoughts. So if you're thinking a thought like, my husband is such a jerk face that he didn't take the <laughs> trash out, your brain will start to see all of this wonderful evidence that supports that thought. But the same thing happens when you have a thought that, and so if it's too big of a junk, jump, like I'm, I'm, I weigh 120 pounds and you, you know, weigh 220 pounds, your brain is like, that's too big of a jump. It will reject that thought completely. So sometimes we have to kind of, you know, give it a little, I, it is within the realm of possibility or, you know, a little precursor so the brain can accept it, but your brain will look for evidence. So if you say I am divine and amazing, or even just, I am grateful. I trust my life. I trust the curriculum of my life. 
your brain will begin to look for evidence all the time because it doesn't like cognitive dissonance. It doesn't like you to think a thought and not have evidence. So it will find evidence for you to support that thought. And it doesn't take very long. Okay, that, that makes sense. So what is your morning practice? I'm so curious. So my morning practice is I get up very early. Well, um, I can't say I do every day. This, this time has been kind of crazy. <laughs> the lack of structure. Um, but I do, in a perfect world, it's an early morning for me. I feel like there's real power in being awake as the sun hits the earth. I don't know. I don't know why. It's, in, it's interesting because there's all these ancient spiritual uh, scripture that talks about how powerful that is, that the mm -hmm. sun in the east. And so I get up and I kind of go to a window where I can feel the first rays of the sun. And I go through gratitude. I have a prayer and a kind of a meditation and a prayer and a kind of a spiritual connectedness um, because so much of, of our experience isn't really tangible, right? That there is, we do have a part of us is divine and, and is here having a very important experience, but that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And I do believe that. And so without connecting to that part, it's hard for me to trust my life and the curriculum that's in it, it feels too hard. But mm -hmm. when I see it as gosh, everything that happens is my curriculum to, for my spiritual growth. The, if I don't take the time to really connect to that, I get overwhelmed pretty quickly. Um, yeah. And speaking in overwhelmed right now, it feels like we have been dealt a hand that, Gosh, that yeah. I mean, this year, I, I am a firm believer that something so majestic is going to come from it because for my I own too. life, every time I've gone through something so horrific, there was this, there was something, there was a force that, that came out that was so beautiful afterwards. I think my life is a testament to it, but I wanted to ask your opinion on, I, you know, everyday field questions from people who are very unsettled. And they're overwhelmed and they're in a constant state of fear. I mean, we not only do we have the worldwide pandemic, then the civil rights um, movement, the largest, it originated here in Minneapolis. So, oh, yeah. I mean, we just felt it. I, you know, we really, really felt it here. So there's a lot of fear and anxiety. And you often talk about the key to, to thriving and accessing that peace, the divinity in us, is really calming down our amygdala. And I would love for you to give us a little science behind why we're feeling so off, off kilter. Well, the amygdala is the part of the brain that is honestly responsible for keeping us alive if in trouble, right? And so it, it will respond to anything out of the ordinary, anything that it perceives as dangerous, which could be, be anything like even your husband not taking the trash out could get your amygdala charged, right? Anything stressful gets our amygdala activated. And when your amygdala is charged, it is basically responsible for making sure that nothing in your, you know, the ancient part of your brain is nothing in my world is going to harm me or hurt me in any way. And when we, and, and we do life with a, with a charged up amygdala. And the tragedy is, is that when that part of the brain is active and sensing danger, the last thing that your brain is interested in is creating harmony, cre getting inspiration, staying healthy and well. It is all about the immediate protection of you. 
and your person to make sure that you're staying alive. And, and it really does go back and everyone's kind of talking about this, but it is true. Like that part of your brain that's about to get eaten by a tiger is such a great healthy part of us. And it is, but only when it's really, really needed. And the rest of the time, and so it gets all of your senses are heightened Harmony goes down, inspiration goes down, our health goes down, our ability to digest food is down. Those are very low priority to the brain when survival is on the line. And so all of our thriving is just completely shut down. And so people think, why aren't my relationships working? Why am I sick all the time? Why am I? And it really all comes down to when we can get our amygdala to know that all is well, to really know that all is well we can then begin to tap into high our just a better way of, of 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 dealing like we can access our prefrontal cortex which is the part of our brain that really will help us succeed right it's the planning part it's the if i could do this this and this and this then i can start to create a really bright future for myself the prefrontal cortex is not accessible at all when your amygdala is charged and so anything we sense as fear uh, will will charge that amygdala. If you're not, if you can't remember details, and if you're kind of in a fighty mood with your partner or with your kids, and you're ticked off, you know your amygdala is charged. There are a few quick little tricks too that they found. Even just the thought of if, when you know you're kind of like potentially you're thinking nothing is right, my thinking is messed up. Just the thought of, and this is crazy, but chewing gum or the thought of biting into a lemon, strangely will activate your saliva glands. And when your saliva is working, your brain immediately says, wait, if you can eat, then you must not be about to be eaten by a tiger. And that will immediately start to kind of soothe out your amygdala, which is so crazy. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) Right, right? I mean, in for three, hold for three, out for three, hold for three. Your brain's thinking, well, if you have the time to control your exhale and slow down your exhale, you're not going to die. And it will immediately start to go into the background and feel like all is well here. I can can step back now and allow a, a higher thinking of the brain to begin to take over here and to begin to make some of the decisions instead of all the crazy. Yeah. Oh my, I love that so much. You're giving, this is so useful and strategic and practical, and I just love it. This is going to be wonderful sound bites. I have a really important question um, based yeah. on what you just said. You know, a few days ago, I was feeling very rattled. So I grew up during in the war zone, in a refugee camp, and I was just, I, the police, the helicopters, the fires, like it just triggers me, oh, wow. right? And I'm yeah, fully aware of that. Right. So I need to center myself for the work that I'm doing. That like that's yeah. I know that I am light and I know yeah. that I am light and I want to be in that space. So I sat down for a um an uh meditation session and with you and you were in my ear and it was just what I needed. It was literally how to calm myself because I was feeling overwhelmed. And I got so many messages about well, you only you can't this is not time to take care of yourself. This is time to be out there and doing the work. And this comes to, I think there was a conversation in the recent years for a lot of us entrepreneurs who are listening to this, the hustle, the doing, oh, the gosh. constant go, 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 go. 
that we ignore the part that 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 uh, affects the amygdala that calms our center down i would love your input on on actually how this how we know scientifically that doing putting effort into affirmations and listening to my thought coach is actually going to help you be more successful versus burning yourself to the ground yeah absolutely we need to have a really good connection to our intuition and to the energy and to our higher level of thinking in order to succeed as entrepreneurs in any shape or form and then we, when we don't have access to that we will be acting from this place of fight or flight if i don't work hard i'm not good enough my worth is defined on how well i do today and how many sales and whether i meet all my goals and these beliefs keep circulating around but what happens is you the brain starts to sense that if this doesn't work out i'm going to die mm -hmm. and so again the amygdala gets charged it is driving everything that we do which will not include any kind of you know when things just kind of work out and you just kind of are on the right path and it's kind of feels good and it, you're not afraid. Yeah. You're actually like, I know this is right. This feels right. This feels good. This is energizing. It's not pulling from my energy. It's actually so right. It feels so good. There's a sense of what that feels like. And we need to know what that is and become familiar with that because that is, that is the sense that you're on the right track. And it's vital to us to succeed that, that feeling and that sense of connection, like this is, this is it, this is right. This is good. And, and so we won't have access to that when we are afraid, mm -hmm. our sense of, of worth and value will never come from having all of the things that you've listed that you need, right? It, it you will never exceed your value as a person beyond where you are in this moment. You are enough. You are more than enough. You are absolutely 100% exactly enough. Nothing you can ever do will change your worth or your value. Everything you do is an extension and a reaching to share your worth and value with the right people at the right time. And that's when a business, because then when you have the success, it's not like you needed it to be okay. It's just there and it just opens doors for even greater sharing of your abilities and the gifts that you are here to learn and to share with others. And that is a beautiful thing. This, this pull to being our higher selves and to experience ourselves inside of our bodies being that person. Is there a greater joy than that? Being kind of sharing our gifts, right? And so there is a very different energy there you know, you, we've all been there. Oh, I've got to, the more you're like, I've got to do the work, the more your amygdala will shut down any, you will, you will actually create a blocking of, of what you're looking for. You're mm. saying that I have to do something in order to be okay. And that will, even if you get it all, you'll never feel okay. Right. You, you'll lose the weight. You'll make the million dollars. You'll, have the you know perfect cute house and kids that are clean and adorable and it will never be enough mm. and then it's constantly searching and it's it's just this vicious circle god That's that needed 
that needed to be said. I just, that needed to be said so much. So if anyone is listening to this and really feeling overwhelmed and feeling like they just lost that center and they're in that striving, I think sometimes the best thing we can do is just step away from everything for a second and get reoriented. And And peace isn't going to start on the streets, right? (laughs) It will start here. When we really feel that connection and that the connection to all of our brothers and sisters here, because we're all here having this journey and we all have tremendous difficulties and challenges in one shape or another. And they may not look like anybody else's, but I really believe that everyone has as much as they can handle. Mm -hmm. Even white privilege is as much as you can handle because it shuts down. I mean, think of the beliefs that come with that, Mm -hmm. right? And how Mm -hmm. much that creates a separation between us and them and that us and them thinking will never, we will never feel peace or joy or a fulfillment of who we really are when we are thinking that there's a, there is a separation that there's, there's us and there's them and there's me and there's other people. It, it, it will always start here. And with that love, we'll find, we'll see a way that we can make a difference. And it may be marching. It may be sharing things online. It may be reaching out to someone. It may be, you don't like, you'll be guided to how to really make a difference in a real way, in a profound way, in a, in a spiritually guided way that is completely fulfilling and healing for us and them and uh, connecting, right? I just wanted to say, I wish I could listen to you every day, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you. Oh, I was so beautifully said you're just so wise and I just love you so much you have no idea no idea one of the things that I have noticed in moving on back to the my thought coach which again has been my beautiful partner daily partner for the last 10 years through the miscarriages um, I had a recurring um, delayed onset of PTSD two years ago um, when I remember oh, started wow. remembering things from my childhood that I haven't for 20 years So there's all of these things. You were a constant companion. And one of the things that I've noticed is that I always wondered, how does she say the perfect words? How does she play always the most majestic, most appropriate music with every piece? So I wanted to ask you, how do you you structure? Like, do you research the wording? Do you research the music? You know, how it affects our brainwaves? How does that come about? I have done research on that. I do think that it makes a difference. There are a lot of things that make a difference. um, The words come actually when I'm writing, it's usually after I've kind of done my spiritual thing. And I I do, I say a prayer. I just, I mean, whatever, divine. I mean, I do believe that there's a God that makes grass grow and birds stay in the sky and that he, that there's a power that can use whatever gifts and talents that I have to, to communicate just like any artist would, right? Like all the beautiful music and I, I don't know. And so I really feel like if without that, without feeling that I don't do a good job and things just fall flat. But when I have that feeling of, of it's a gift of love and, and it's just, it's kind of a, a sense of abundance moving through me and that anyone that needs it will find it that I, I just write the phrases and the things. And I do keep a notebook all the time of ideas that I have. I mean, I've got like 37 billion of these, 
where I'll, I'll have a topic and then I'll get ideas because the brain does that, right? Like it, it's always doing this, uh, sorting out. Like if you see a, someone that has a car like you, you start to notice all the cars like you. If I know that I'm working on something to help someone with infertility, I will, I'll do a little research and then I'll just kind of throughout the day, because my brain knows that that's something that it's looking for. I'll have an impression or someone will say something or I'll read something and it will kind of just fit. And, um, and I want to get back to that. I feel like I'm so grateful that you've asked me to do this because I've been, I've been in graduate school actually, and, and doing cognitive behavioral therapy, which I think is, is so important and fantastic to use in practice. But I, man, there's nothing like just doing, doing that, right? It's just so saying true. a prayer and saying, somebody needs this. I don't know. I'm going to do it. And it just feels right. And then I, and I, and I have kind of a library of music that's licensed and I, I'll play around with it and I'll listen and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't and I'll change it. And sometimes it doesn't work, you know, but it's still through grace somehow works even when it's, that's the other thing is it's never a hundred percent. I usually am not happy at all with anything I put out there. <laughs> I hate listening to it. No I, hate, I feel I break it up. No, it's terrible. Oh. And that's another thing for entrepreneurs is we think it has to be perfect. I promise you, it is always so flawed that it's just this <laughs> leap of faith. Like I have to just put this out there and trust that somehow God's going to fix it because it's not good. It's just so Oh, funny. that is so interesting that you say that because my my impression every time from listening, and I still, I really feel like I need to pinch myself. I cannot believe I'm talking to you and looking at you <laughs> guys right now. I'm like so excited and nervous at the same time. It You're was, so cute. it just always came out as so perfect. I'm like, she is perfect. And everything was like the words that you use and the music. And that's, that's the interesting part is like, it's, oh no. I, it's that intention. I think that you put out there is the thing that carries it through, even though you may see it as flawed. It is right. Mm. And so, yeah, when it hits the right landing that, I mean, I love that. I love that you brought that up. I think that's really, really important that it will never be perfect. I did a series of things for my children, for children. And the other day I was walking, I was, I wasn't feeling well. And I had, anyway, it was a kind of a crazy night and I didn't have time to tuck in my youngest child who's 11 <laughs> and she, and she had found an old, old thing of kids affirmations and kids meditations. And she was like, it's okay, mom, you don't need to tuck me in tonight because I'm just listening to you on my iPod <laughs> or on my, my, yeah, my iPad. And there she was listening to my voice and I listened to it and I was just like cringing and like, oh, oh, don't make me listen to that. And it was okay for her, you know, more than it okay. was enough, more than yeah. okay. It was healing. I love that. Again, this is a reminder for me, that power of intention and go, I needed this today more than you, more than, you know, more than, you know, I'm just, I need to <laughs> divine intervention. I love that. Well, I'm really, so, um, you know, I started out by finding on iTunes and then you had a website that I signed up for and for a few years, and then that kind of stopped. And now you have a brand new website that is brilliant that oh, basically 
that you go on there. So just for, for folks who are uh, listening to this or watching this, you go on the website and then I'm feeling overwhelmed or exhausted. Or I'm feeling tired. I feel like I need to pick me up. It gives you the affirmations or the meditations that you need for exactly how you're feeling. Yeah. That's well, brilliant. Then that came, that's great. Cause the second you're, you have to, the second I, it starts at, how are you feeling? And the brain does start to go the second you're like, how am I feeling? How am I? And once you give it a label, I mean, that's 50% of it, right? You're like, I'm feeling stressed out that you're starting to get on the path. Your brain's going to immediately say, okay, then how do I, I'm looking for a solution. I'm going to find one. And it, it starts to do the work for you. So that's just, and I kind of put that out there. And now that's actually been my real focus is making sure that everything on there is beautiful. That's still the beta form. I kind of got sidetracked with my graduate studies and I'm coming back now and making sure that that site is just everything that I want it to be. That's, that's my goal. And so it's, I'm so glad that you it's beautiful and I can't recommend it enough. In fact, the first person who listens to this and shares our conversation on Instagram and tags us both um, on Yasna and my thought coach uh, on Instagram, they're going to get a one-year subscription of my thought coach. So yes, honestly, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. So all you have to do That's is send me, your, send me your DM and I'm going to go ahead and um, uh, gift you that, that subscription in order to, to support you listening and also you standards. I, I just think that your work is holy and everyone, I think that if everyone right now in the world after pandemic and the civil rights unrest, if they were to listen to you every single morning for five minutes, this world would immediately rise, raise in its vibration and consciousness. Like I am speaking it, I believe it. I'm just it's saying amazing. it's true. And so, I need you, I need a business coach. Cause I get like, I, get, I have so many ideas that I think that you have so much, like it's just beautiful. People do, They're, you're using your gifts to truly bless people. And I, I love seeing what you do and I, I'm a fan. I'm oh, a fan. Oh my I, God. I think that it's, I've, I've watched your growth over the years and just as a kind of observer as you pop up and I just think oh that girl is doing it I, just, there's so much to admire I'm really proud of you oh my god thank you so much <laughs> I have sweat pouring down my back right now <laughs> I'm just so my hair is all frizzy because I'm so sweaty and I'm just so excited thank you for for such affirming words I really appreciate it um, oh, I, I'm curious, what is the highest expression of my thought, thought coach for you? Tell, uh, help me understand that question again. Yeah. What, what is, what do you want the, my thought, thought coach, uh, to, to be in the world? What impact do you want it to have? That is, is a really good question. I, again, I think ultimately it would be as that as many people that could, if it would bless your life or anyone's life that they would have access to it and find it and that there would be no boundaries or restrictions. That's why I even hesitate charging for it. I love my podcast because I just love, just put it out there, right? Cause it all kind of comes back. Um, but that anyone that needed it would be able to find it and use it and, and just be blessed by it. If it's something that would work for them. And I know it doesn't resonate with everyone, but it yeah. resonates with some people. I want them to find it. 
And when it does, it does. But you do that. So for everyone, there's there's a podcast, My Thought Coach. On, in iTunes, and then My Meditation and, Station. And then My Meditation Station. You separated that about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those are freely available to everyone. It's a free podcast yes. you can download. And many of those episodes are still on there. But if you wanted more, I personally can't recommend it enough. And I urge everyone. It's $50 for a year subscription, mm-hmm. which is I mean, we have to have a chat about that. <laughs> that's nothing. But it's, it's, it, it, I feel like if that's the way, if you really love, for me, if you love seeing her voice and her work, it's a way to support her work, which is really brilliant. So how can we all support you in your mission to heal the world and make oh, their world a better place? Well, I'm going to contact you individually because I want your help in doing that. I think you could help me a lot. You and got I it. <laughs> I would love to, yeah, just, you know what, seeing your support on Instagram or in listening to my podcast and sharing them to anyone that you think would help, that really motivates me. When I get letters, it motivates me. It drives me to kind of refocus. And um, so that would, that would be great. I love when people listen to it and, and it's good. I love that. I love it's that. Never. I have one last question for you. Ask it. What do you want your legacy, personal legacy to be? It's happening. <laughs> it's, it's happening right now. This, just to hear that one person, are you kidding me? That you listen to the infertility, the infertility one is interesting. There's the infertility one and then the finding the relationship one. Those two have come back, finding my, the perfect relationship for me. I've had people say that they've found their spouse as they kind of went through that, listened to that meditation, that they were able to be in a space where they kind of attracted the right mate for them. And the infertility one, there are some people, and I do believe like once your amygdala calms down, right? If, if placebo works, if people can grow hair from a placebo, <laughs> people's bodies relax and they, they, our bodies work and function as they should when we let it, when we are okay and our amygdala is calmed down. And so if anyone has had a sweet child and, and, and a beautiful, like, are you kidding me? That's Tell me a- what's better than that. That's why I love you so much. And I just wish all the good of this world to come find you and your beautiful family. And I'm just so infinitely grateful that you've taken the time. I don't know. I know that you don't take a lot of um, interviews. I know that for a fact. I've never done it. I've (laughs) never, I've never, I've said no to everyone because I just haven't. and, And you're the first person I've said yes to. Oh my goodness. I just, I mean, beyond honor. Thank you. I love you so much. I will forever be your number one fan. That's for sure. And for everyone else listening, I hope that you can hear how amazing this woman is. I'm going to cry again because the point of these conversations is to expose us to amazing humans in the world doing great work so we can all up level together. And I believe that we all increase our vibration and radiate the light and radiate the love from our heart chakra so create that field that we just i know that we make this world a better place and um sin can be found in itunes and under my thought coach by sin hansen and my meditation station um uh, by sin hansen uh, the website my thought coach um dot com and also on instagram at my thought coach and sin hansen i'm just forever grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't so honored. release this. Mwah.
You're beautiful. Bye. Thank Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.